friends, welcome to Grace Thoughts, the radio ministry of Grace Connection Church with Pastor Tim Kelly. Grace Thoughts has been dedicated to preaching a clear gospel of grace for over 20 years. Here is Pastor Kelly. Where's your heart at? Well, I'm bringing these events in into your life. I'm bringing this persecution. I'm bringing this pressure. I'm bringing this physical pain. I'm bringing this rejection. I'm bringing all these things in, these things in to make an evaluation so you can see yourself where your heart is at. And when you said, Jesus, yes, I believe in you. I want to take that belief to a new level and, and, and burn brand new roots that go deep. Into a belief, into a belief and a conviction and a relationship that is unchangeable by human events. It's a spiritual relationship that is detached from time and space. Man can't change that relationship. My comfort zone can't change that relationship. My preferences can't change that relationship. My temptations can't change that relationship. Because I've made a decision. I've come to a place of my Kahiros moment and I said, yes, I'm believing. That Jesus is who he says he was. Now throughout your life, my friends, you'll be brought to the brink. Right to the brink. Do I want to keep following him? Do I want to keep obeying this book? Do I want to take the next step? Do I want to go any deeper? I can manage things now. Do I want to go any deeper? Do I really want to relinquish my, my insecurities and relinquish my fears and relinquish my, 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 those things that would plague me and hinder me and, and stop pursuing things that God may not even want me to pursue? Am I willing to stop telling God what I need and let God determine what I need? And that has many different applications. So it brings us to this fork in the road, this ledge, this Kahiros moment. And God says, will you make a decision for me? In Luke chapter 19, there's a parable of the pounds. I won't spend much time on it. I have a lot of stuff on this, actually, and it's an interesting parable. But you know the story. He gives, he gives 10 pounds to one servant, and he invests it and does a good job. And the, and the, king, and the, and the guy who gave him the, the pounds comes back and says, Good job, my faithful servant. And he gives five pounds, and he invests it. But he took the, the, the one pound guy. He was just nervous and afraid, and he, he took out actually as a handkerchief. Do I have one? Yeah. Look at that. I have a handkerchief. And I looked up the definition of handkerchief to wipe the nose. I didn't know if you ever knew that or not, but I wanted to share that with you as a deep means of my study. It means to, to wipe the nose. And he took this handkerchief, hopefully it was clean, and he took one pound, wrapped it up, and he hid it. I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want, uh, I don't want to get anyone mad. I don't want to ruffle the feathers. I don't want to run a risk. And the risk really isn't about risking this man's money. I'm worried about risking my relationship with this man. I'm worried about risking how this man's going to see me and how this man's going to view me. That's what I'm afraid to risk. 
So he took this gift, this talent, this pound, and he covered it up and he buried it and he was rebuked. He hid it. And I read this one commentary and I thought it was really good. He said, it would be the same as if God had never conferred on them these talents. In other words, God gave this man a gift. God has given you and me a gift. He said, will you use it? I don't know what that gift is. It might just be the gift of obedience. Living a pure life. I don't know. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 29, English Standard Version says, This is what I mean, brothers. The appointed time has grown very short. This is Paul saying this. Well, when was that written? 2,000 years ago? The, the appointed time has grown very short, and from now on, let those who have wives live as though they had none. Guys, forget the last half of that verse. <laughs> I don't have any time to counsel with you this week at all, so forget the last half of that verse. The word short there is a time drawn together into a brief compass. It's shortened. So he says, the time has grown short. Hebrews 11, verses 15 through 16 says this. Talking about the heroes of the faith. For if they longed for a country they had come from, they could have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city for them. So in verse 15, they did not even give themselves a chance to go back. They came to their moment. God says, I'm, I'm, I made this promise. I want you to walk through life looking forward, not backwards. Not, I'm, I'm looking forward to realize this promise. You may never inherit this promise in your life. You, In fact, most of you won't. You'll wander through life with a promise, but no inheritance of that particular promise. Will you do that? And these heroes of the faith, you can read Hebrews chapter 11, it brings them all out. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. They never looked over their shoulder. My friends, throughout our life, there'll be a fork in the road. And sometimes it'll be pretty obvious. And we choose which way we go. One will be comfortable. One will be predictable. One road will be manageable. It may be a big decision with my finances. It may be a relationship decision. It may be dealing with this deep insecurities in my own heart that God finally wants to resolve and make my life honest and true. And he's knocking on my door. I had a conversation with somebody today. That the Spirit of God, many years after walking with God, mature saint, spoke to them about issues in their own hearts. And there was a, a light bulb went off. And the Spirit of God showed them things in their, in their, about their own life that they never even knew was an issue. But why was that? How did that happen? They sought it. They came to that fork in the road and said, God, yeah, I want what you want for me. You can show me anything you want about my life. I want to fix it. I want to fix the insecurities. I want to fix the fears. I want to fix the approbation lusts. I want to fix the, the, the need to be noticed and paddle on the back and the need for affirmation. I want to fix these things, God. Fix these things in my life. Show me what it is for me to fix these things. No one can fix you more or better than the Holy Spirit. But in order for the Holy Spirit to fix you, my friends, you've got to spend some time with them. 
Get alone with him. Be quiet with him. Sing to him. Worship him. Pray to him. Ask him. Read the scriptures. Pray the scriptures. But spend time with God. You want to be fixed. Wait for the Spirit of God to show you something about your own life. He'll fix you. I'm not against programs. I'm not against groups. I'm not against recovery groups. None of those things. Those things are all wonderful. They're awesome. If they've helped you, by, by all means, keep doing them. But nothing's ever worked better for me than the Holy Spirit of God. When I'm alone with Him as a, as, a, as a saint, His child, and I'm praying and I'm seeking and I'm knocking, and somehow He just sort of opens up my heart and says, Tim, this is what I want to tell you today. It can come from a man sometimes. It can come from a husband or a wife sometimes. It can come from a teaching sometimes. But there's just nothing quite as powerful than it won't come from the Spirit Himself. So we're in this fork of the road. The other road's going to stretch us. It's going to humble us. It's going to break us out of our comfort zone. But then it'll also do this. And this is why I get back to my vacation. They'll put us on an adventure with God that I couldn't scheme up myself. It'll bring me to places in my relationship with Jesus Christ in here that will at some point manifest out here, but it's going to start in here. He'll bring me to places I never thought I could get to. I'll find myself thinking like I never thought I could think. I'll find myself getting victory over things I never thought I could get victory over before. I'll find myself walking in joy and peace when nothing else is nothing to be joyful about and there's nothing but confusion around me. I find myself with, a, with healed emotions and strength in my inner man instead of confusion. Romans chapter 13, 11 through 14 says this. I don't have them on the verse. I'm going to just read them to you. This is all the more urgent for you know how late it is. The time is running out. Wake up for your salvation is nearer than when you first believed. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will be here soon. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. Because we belong to the day. We must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity or immoral living or in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself even think about ways to indulge your evil desires. That's the scriptures. That's a fork in the road. That's a kahiras moment. When I say, yes, yes, I mean business, God. I really mean business. I don't want you, God, to be part of my life. I want you to be my life. I don't want to fit you in with all my peripheral stuff. I want you to be the Lord and ruler and king of my relationships Lord, ruler, and king of my private life. Lord, ruler, and king of my emotions and my mind. Lord, ruler, and king of my family and my marriage. Of my money, of my career. 
Lord, ruler, and king of my tongue. Lord, I want you to be Lord, ruler, and king of every human relationship I have. I'm not going to look to man to get my needs met. I'm going to look to you, Father. Because the time is short. I'm renouncing. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation is here. I don't know how much time we have. Days, weeks, months, a few years, a thousand years. I don't know. Am I the last generation? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there's many more generations to come. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. But we just don't know. Ephesians 5, verse 16 says, 15 and 16, See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the times, because the days are evil. Walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of time, Colossians 4, verse 5. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he exalt you in due kahiras, time. Thank you for listening to Grace Thoughts, a ministry of Grace Connection Church. This is Pastor Kelly. If you live in the Bay Area, we would love to meet you. Our service times are Wednesdays at 7 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 9 and 10.30 a.m. Grace Connection Church is located at 4017 56th Avenue North, St. Petersburg. Or you can call us at 727-565-4674. Again, 727-565-4674. Or visit us on the web at graceconnectionchurch.org. Again, that is graceconnectionchurch.org. We hope we get a chance to meet you. Until then, keep thinking Grace Thoughts.